0: Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions This one, Liverpool versus Leicester in the Premier League Yes, it was back to Premier League duties again today As this match has just concluded as of two minutes ago um, So, obviously, we've had an international break Between my last episode where Liverpool played Manchester City Which felt like a month ago now Even though it was only two weeks ago, but um yeah this time it's back to premier league duties and back to further injury concerns and boy was there injury concerns um over over the international break um where do i start <laughs> so over I, I should have done mini episodes in between because there was quite a lot of news that's happened um but i i felt Overall, it's better to just summarize what has happened between um the Manchester City game and the start of today's game so um first first the first news during the international break was um Joe gomez, yes Joe gomez suffering um a patella tendon injury during england training which Reason number one why I hate um international breaks. He was training for a friendly match and essentially got himself injured during a friendly game. Um. Yeah. So thank you, Southgate, for looking after Gomez. Not. Not <laughs> like and this is the same Gareth Southgate that uh. Gomez had injury problems with before at England under-21 level Gomez had to play with an ACL injury For a whole 90 minutes Under Gareth Southgate Southgate said Oh I didn't see anything wrong I didn't see anything wrong What?! This is the same Gareth Southgate Still naive about looking after players Especially during pandemic where Substitutions are limited We are the only English, we're the only league in the top five English leagues To only be doing three substitutions instead of five Every other league does five substitutions Because they are wary about injuries and fixture congestion Being the worst it's ever been, the lack of a pre-season But we are, this England got this naive, this naivety about them where they think they are above all, essentially, and this mentality needs to stop because this is why fatigue creeps in. This is why fatigue creeps in, and you wonder why England players fail to, um, perform at the international stage at the World Cup, the Euros, because you're killing them with fatigue. You're not considering them. You're not considering health, and yes, and it and and Gomez had to go under surgery. He had to go and have surgery. Um, so it is believed that Gomez will be out until April. They're saying he might they're saying he'll be fit to probably just make the Euros. Maybe just make the Euros. Um, depending on the rehab. So we'll see what happens there. Um we'll see what happens there. Uh and then obviously. It, another England injury. Jordan Henderson picks up some sort of. I, I'm not even sure what it was. It might have been. It might have been a hamstring injury. It might have been a. I think it might have been a hamstring injury, um, or something. Some sort of muscular injury. So he had to withdraw from England squad after the Belgian game. So that's two players down. Um, you got Reece Williams who had some sort of hip problem. Injury as well And then finally to top it all off To top it all off You have Mo Salah Positive with coronavirus So (laughs) It's not been When it rains it pours That You know that saying with Liverpool When it rains it pours When you get one injury It doesn't just stop there You get a, 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 a a variety non-stop constant um heavy rain as they say so and and Salo was tested three times after being tested positive the first two still positive and then it was today where he was announced he was negative but obviously there was no team training for Mo Salah because he was isolating. um so as I'll get into the lineup now as you obviously know so the lineup for today: Ingo Allison, left back, um, Robertson, centre backs, Fabinho, Matip, right back, um, James Milner. Your midfield three: Genie Wijnaldum, Naib Kitor, Curtis Jones, um, and your uh, and your front three: um, Diego Jota, Bobby Firmino, and Sadio Mane. So, line-up wise, front three was expected, no complaints there with Salah having COVID Um, Your midfield, again, you was limited with the Henderson injury, Thiago still not fit Um, Who else? Who else is missing? A lot of, uh, Alxile, Chamberlain obviously still injured um. So yeah, we were deprived of options in midfield essentially. Um, obviously, Fabinho would be playing CDM, but because of the injury crisis defensively, it's led to um, Fabinho playing centre back. So, so seeing Genie Cater and Jones, I was a bit like, uh oh, because it's a midfield that's not really been tried before. And it's the kind of midfield you would play against, you know, them bottom sides in the Champions League. You see them kind of midfields where you know you can experiment a little bit. But because of injury crisis, we were kind of forced to go with this um, midfield. So it meant that Genie played the holding role and Keita and Jones were the players to roll. And we'll get into the midfield performance and obviously in defence, um, Trent Alexander Arnold still injured, so he's uh so James Milner right back made sense. Um, Gomez out for the season, Van Dijk out for the season ish. Um, so yeah, so Fabinho and um, Matip will probably be the new number one and two centre backs up until January, where we will potentially. Probably look to sign someone... Um, to definitely sign a centre back now... If we weren't going to sign a centre back before... We will would, we would definitely sign one now... And yeah... robinson still fit... Somehow... Unreal... Robinson and Genie Wijnaldum are freaks... So yeah... That was a long ass intro... So let's finally get... Into the game... So yeah... The game starts now... And um... Yeah... From the first 5-10 minutes... Liverpool were looking decent in terms of passing fluidity, um looking for openings. Cater and um Jones were making themselves available a lot f- um in the half spaces and had no problem with being on the turn had no problems with ball retention and feeding the front three. So the link up played there, no problems there. Defensively we knew Leicester would target James Milner, and um, probably yeah, it's mainly just target James Milner because they know he's the slowest out of the four centre backs, four defenders. Sorry, and Milner's the unorthodox defender, but um, so there was a few times where through balls were threaded, Matip trying to play the high line, um, but we closed that, we closed that chance very quick, very early. Um first key opening i remember Link-up play between the front three of Mane to Firmino Firmino passes to Jota Jota outside the 18 yard box rolls it out with his right foot curls it Peter Schmeichel saves it and then um Liverpool have a corner um Robertson crosses it in uh, Mane tries to get his head to it um hits the side netting But that was the first kind of half-chance opening. Um, And yeah, we were constantly knocking at the door. And um, 20 minutes in, Liverpool get a corner uh, from the right-hand side. Andy Robertson whips it in. Um, Johnny Evans is trying to mark... I think he was trying to mark Sadio Moane or Jota. I think it was Jota. I think he was trying to mark out Jota. He's holding on to Jota whilst looking where the ball is but he's mainly concerned with what Jota's movement is and then he finally realises the ball is coming to him whilst he's holding Jota so he's got to deal with the head but it comes off his head in an unorthodox manner and the ball ripples past Kasper Schmeichel into the net and it's 1-0 to Liverpool and you could say it was deserved because the link up play and all that was we were, we were we were suppressing Leicester Up until that key moment there So The Liverpool getting the opening goal Made complete sense Um And then from then on Um About three minutes later Again like I said earlier They would Leicester like to target Milner Um A ball was threaded down Milner's channel Um Harvey I can't remember it was Vardy Or some other player One of the Leicester players Running down the channels Um He he cuts the ball in He cuts the ball in To Harvey Barnes Um and he was kind of open, but the way this cutback was to Harvey Barnes, he would have to bend his body and curl the ball at the same time. So it, it, it's one of those shots where it looks easy, but it's not easy. But he messes up the technique and that the ball goes over. So that was the first lifeline Liverpool managed to escape with. Um, and then after that, Liverpool were just looking assertive even more. Um Curtis Jones again being adventurous on the ball, driving past defenders, linking up with Milner. Milner as well. Milner was amazing. Let's talk about Milner offensively on the ball. I was sceptical with Milner at right back. Obviously, we've seen him play this right back, left back versatility role before, but to a limited effect. And obviously, with Trent Alexander-Arnold's absence... um. The delivery of through balls or or loops through balls, I was concerned, but Milner was doing that Trent role ex- exceptionally well, expeditiously well, where he was looping those these through balls constantly to Jota, to Bobby Firmino, um, and just creating openings. And Le- Leicester couldn't answer back, or how to they couldn't really figure out a way to shut out, um. James Milner threading these lovely through balls and Milner was just ca- bossing on the ball. He looked amazing. Um, Kato on the ball as well, driving past um, defenders, looking like the old maybe Kato that we know of, where he's confident and he's playing like he's got a point to prove. Um, and then finally, the second opening happens, um, second goal happens. Lovely, lovely build-up play. The patience in possession with Liverpool, passing, passing from the back, passing to midfield, just shifting, Leicester. And I remember the commentator saying, this feels like a training session for Liverpool. And it did feel like a training session because how this goal was carved, just the patience in possession, Curtis Jones and are being able to run into the half spaces, um Jeannie babysitting in the number six role and then um a ball was passed to Andy Robertson He darts past Mark Albrighton with a little shimmy, takes him completely out the game. Jota makes a lovely running makes a lovely run from outside the box into the box. Andy Robertson spots where to cross the ball into the space into the into the space where Jota's making this curved run. The ball finds um the ball finds Jota, and he nods it past Cashvis Michael, and it's two 0 Liverpool. The old goal, the old goal, uh, Jota, with another goal for Liverpool. That makes it his fourth consecutive home goal in the league. He's the first Liverpool player in history to ever pull off such an achievement. And this boy, I, 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 I said it before. And I'll say it again. He is frightening. He is frightening good. And he's only 23 years old. He's only 23 years old. Um, And his intelligence is just amazing. And consistency at being able to finish. He has it all. And Andy Robertson on real play. What an unreal assist. He's clearly one of the best left backs in the world. If not D-less. He's clearly the best left back in the league. Arguably the best left back in the world. His only other competition is Alfonso Davis who is currently injured, and who's currently a teenager. Well, he's twenty now, but Robertson is proven at the top. That's the difference. Um, so yeah, but beautiful. Other than that, um, Bobby Firmino was doing the, the stuff of old, where like not not like his old form. Not not like his old bad form, his old good form where he was making intelligent runs and linking off linking play with the um the wing as well, doing all the all the stuff that we praised Bobby for for having that high IQ. Even though he didn't have a shot, his awareness for link up play was just there and it was clicking. Um if anything Sadio Mane was quite wasteful with some chances he had some there was a time after that second goal where he's dribbling he dribbles past the defender he's taking too long to shoot or he's either he either took too long to shoot or should have made a pass where Bobby Firmino and Jota make the right runs at the right times as a last second option and that was the only thing that Sadio Mane done but other than that, that that first half was brilliant from Liverpool. It was very reminiscent of um the Boxing Day performance, where you completely nullified Leicester and they their attack just looked dull. If anything, they Leicester didn't have any answers because they played five at the back. So let so Vardy was a lone strike up front, which meant Fabinho and Matip just took it in turns to deal with Vardy. The main thing I was worried about was the pace But Milner's attacking prowess was more frightening And I think that's what penned Leicester back Rather than uh, Milner looking fragile on the ball Because Leicester just didn't have any answers tactically um, So yeah, and then second half starts now And the intensity is exactly the same um, And then I remember in the 55th minute um, Curtis Jones passes to Diogo Jota he dribbles past the defender. He takes a shot. Kasia Schmeichel shaves it. Um, then Jota tries to cross the ball in, and um, I think Firmino was trying to get ahead to it, but Johnny Evans just about cuts his gets his head there first. But the ball ricochets onto the post again. So um, Johnny Evans was on the verge of scoring a secondary on a second own goal there. Um, and then yeah, Sadio Mali had another chance where he. He's dribbling past the defender, he cuts it and shoots, Cassius Michael saves it. Um and then 60th minute, Naibi Keita pulls his hamstring. Can, can you believe it? Another Liverpool injury. Wow. Um this time Naibi Keita, the culprit. But I know I know muscle injuries have been very common. Um but with now but but because it's Naibi Keita, I'm like, ah. I do, ah. It was it was frustrating because I was hoping Naibi Keita will show that he's past all this injury nonsense Or he can play with pain essentially Because everyone picks up little niggles there and there But pain barrier, you can still thrive yourself through it Do you know what I mean? I feel like Naibi Keita has this mental block and it's frustrating because we need you bro Every, the, A lot of our midfielders are injured And now we are potentially adding you to that list Because you felt something in your hamstring And he can't even say that It's because he's been playing so many games Yes he was. He had international duty I am not disputing that But before that After, after the Everton game Where was Naivey I I did not see him I didn't. I, I haven't seen, he didn't play a game until he came off the bench. And that was against uh, Man City, I think. Man City, yeah. It might have been, if not the Man City game, then um, it might have been Sheffield United or something. Yeah, it might have been Sheffield United. So you've only played an hour since that Everton game. And that was October 17th. Today is October, what, 22nd or something? 23rd, I'm not quite sure what the date is today. Uh, That's over a month. And you've only played an hour of football. And fair enough, you played two international games. But that's it. There, there should not be niggling injuries of you. Because you've had to spend time recovering. But now we're dealing with this Katon niggling injuries... Which tells me, I hate to say it, we might have to move him on in the summer. We might have to move him on in the summer. The way it's looking for Kato, it's looking like he's going down that Adam Lallana route. And I don't want him to go that route. The boy is very talented. He has all the capabilities of being a superstar. But he has a mental block. He has a mental block with injuries. And I think if he feels something, his head says, my body can't do it anymore. And we can't have that. We need people where they can be on the front line all the time. If you want to stake a claim, you need to pretend I can play through pain or treat it as a placebo effect. Because now you're telling us you're injured, this now means the guaranteed... If everybody's fit, the the front three, the midfield three will be Genie, will be Henderson, will be Fabinho, will be Thiago. Which means you're on the bench. But if you want to stake a claim, you can't be showing that you're injured all the time. Because Klopp will just think you're not reliable enough. And we need you to be reliable. During During the toughest fixture run, where now we're dealing with uh uh, back to weekend midweek weekend midweek fixtures, um, yeah, it it, it, it makes it uncomfortable and it's not easy, so yeah, Cato comes off, then we have to slot Milner into midfield, and Nico Williams comes on. Uh, so that was the first substitution. Um, ideally, I didn't even in the lineup. I did not talk about the squad depth from the bench. It's quite shocking. Um but with injuries what can you expect? That's why I never bothered talking about it. But yeah, Nico Williams comes on. Um and then oh, finally after sixty-five minutes, Leicester finally wake up a bit, they finally get some fluidity going and test our back line. Um they had a free kick, ball's whipped in, ball goes to Vardy, he nearly dribbles round um Allison, but Alison deals with it. Then a ricochet off a Leicester player hits um, Allison again And then the ball is just about gone wide uh, So very good awareness from Alisson um, What else? And then um, Yeah, Nico Williams For the first five minutes he did okay And then he was doing Nico Williams things again So like If you have the ball And nobody's really closing you down That doesn't mean you should have ten touches on the ball and then you give the ball away. This is what Nico Williams was doing. Or oh, there was a time where um, Leicester were having a constant spell of attack. And you know when you're overwhelmed with pressure, as soon as you get the ball, what you want to do is relax, right? Hold possession, get a breather. Nico Williams grabbed the ball and immediately diagonals it to Sadio Mane, but he doesn't get anything to it. So, um, yeah. But other than that, Firmino, link up play again, still looking good. He was just missing that shot on goal, which was missing. And then finally, 76th minute, Firmino's on the ball. Lovely turn, darts past um, John Evans. He's one-on-one with Castro Smichael. He he shoots, he hits the pulse. He watches the ball hit the pulse. But he doesn't run to the ball for the rebound to hit the ball for the rebound, to knock it in um, the ball hits his standing leg and then the ball looks like it's about to go in and then unless the Leicester player clears the ball off the line and then the goal line technology shows that it was literally by 0. What, 06 millimeters, something outrageous like that but Firmino should have scored there that was the only thing letting him down again just the the, fin- the lack of finishing again Um, and then again, similarly, um, Liverpool on the break. Sadio Mane has a shot again. Cassius Michael saves it, ball falls to Firmino, but he's not anticipating these rebounds, he's just standing there, and and chance is gone. And then finally, 86th minute, um, James Milner has a corner, ball is whipped in. Who does the ball fall to? Bobby Firmino, but he attacks the ball like he's a natural born striker for once, and the ball ripples. Pass um, Cashew Smichael into the back of the net. 3 0, game over. Um, thank you for coming. Bobby Firmino undoes his hex at Anfield. Um, lovely. And then two substitutions Jota, Mane off. Uh, Minamino and Origi get the little five minute run and Liverpool see the game out. So Liverpool win 3 0, um, with more than half the squad dead. Injury pool, all these doubts that they were throwing at us. How will we cope defensively? Blah blah blah. But Liverpool looked that was that was arguably our best performance at at home this season. With uh, half with more than half the team dead. I haven't seen Liverpool play this well since the Arsenal game, ideally, where we were completely dominant. We completely shut out Leicester, completely shut out Jamie Vardy, um Doing shutting out Jamie Vardy. shutting out um, Leicester entirely Killing James Madison Attacks The game plan worked so brilliantly And I think Brendan Rodgers Probably came in with naive tactics And that's why he was That's why he's the former Liverpool manager And Jurgen Klopp is the current Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp and Pep Lindard's Ability to find solutions To win In so many different manners In convincing Convincing manners Goes to show how much of a top coach Klopp is. With all these problems thrown at us. Liverpool win by three goal margin. Could have been a five goal margin. Uh, And, um... Keeping a clean sheet. Now we are joint top, um... With Leicester. Leicester with Tottenham on 20 points. Um... And the fixture list looks very good. Between now and, um... The Tottenham game, I believe we play Brighton, Wolves We play somebody else and then Tottenham But it's mainly the lower bottom 10 league sides So fixture list wise, perfect Um, Obviously the next game now is Atalanta on Wednesday I suspect Jurgen Klopp will rotate um, so Now we know Salo has tested negative Um I'm not sure whether he still has to isolate or whether he can play on Wednesday. If he can play on Wednesday, he's definitely starting. I don't know who will be on the bench. It might be Drotter, it might be Mane, I'm not quite sure. I also think Tomiskus, our backup left-back, will probably start. Robertson will rest. Remember, there's five substitutions allowed in the UEFA Champions League. So I suspect Klopp will rotate quite a bit. But this game is crucial because if we win, we win, we win the league, we win, we win the group and we finish top of the group with two games to spare. Which means we could then play fringe players in the Champions League. And then rotation becomes so much easier. It means we can rotate Fabinho and um, Matip. They don't have to play in these Champions League games. We can then play Reese Williams and uh, Nat Phillips. And have Nico Williams right back to Miskus left back. Or even play Adrian in goal. Because you wouldn't care about the final two games. You already finished top of your group. Job done. So Wednesday game is crucial. Um, but yeah. Great performance from the boys. Resilience was there. Um, professional. And yeah, mentality monsters. Man of the match for me, I'd probably say it was either James Milner, Andy Robertson, or Joe Matip. Matip, Matip awareness to closing, closing intercepting balls was imperious. James Milner playing right back, threading balls like Trent, phenomenal. And then playing C M, closing out, closing down tackles, phenomenal. Robinson constant driving engine for 90 minutes, amazing. Honourable mention Genie Wanaldum just for reading game situations well as well. Nib Kato Curtis Jones and a lot of people played well. For me not even. Even though I, I I ridiculed him a little bit with that shooting, but the rest of him, he played his all round game was sweet. Sadio Mane a little bit wasteful today. But even Sadio Mane's worst games is still a 6 out of 10. He never gives you a below 5. So, and Jota scoring again. Everyone's in good form. Everyone's in good spirits. The togetherness of this squad, the chemistry is unreal. And when we eventually get players coming back, I think Henderson will be back for the Atalanta game. I'm presuming... um, Will be out of Wednesday. He might. I, d- I don't know how serious this game is. Shakiri as well. He might get some game time. Um. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with these injuries. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions. I've made this half an hour long. Usually it's 20 minutes. So apologies, it's ran 10 minutes over time. But when it's been two weeks since the last game and a lot of news has happened, I will inform you on a lot of stuff. But yeah, be sure to like. Share, subscribe to LFC Reactions. Uh, My Twitter handle, I will put in the description below. And yeah, thank you guys for listening.